developed by Big Bad Wolf Studios and published by Nacon, Vampire the Masquerade Swan Song is a narrative role-playing game coming to all major platforms on May 19th, 2022. It's based on the Vampire the Masquerade tabletop role-playing game and is a part of the larger World of Darkness series. Although it may enrich your experience with Swansong, a deep familiarity with the World of Darkness lore is not required, as the game does include a comprehensive codex of people, terms, and places that you have access to during both gameplay or cutscenes to help you keep track of everything going on. The game doesn't hold your hand with exposition, but instead provides the information to you in a convenient place that you can browse at your leisure, a tactic that AAA RPG developers could learn from. Swansong takes place in Boston in 2019. Our story starts on the eve of a party to celebrate the joining of the Boston Camarilla Vampires and the Hartford Chantry, an alliance that will secure a stable supply of blood for all the vampires involved. However, the party is brutally attacked and the prince of the Boston Camarilla recruits three vampires to help find out who attacked them and why. What follows is a thrilling mystery as you uncover the enemy and their motives while trying to protect the masquerade, the conspiracy orchestrated to hide the existence of vampires from humans. You play as three different vampires in the Boston Camarilla, each with unique abilities and motivations. Gala Bazori is an elder vampire with a deep loyalty to the Camarilla and the natural order. He possesses the ability to intimidate others to achieve his goals. M.M. is brash, and although fed up with the politics of the Boston Camarilla, she has a desire to do what is right for her kind. She can blink short distances to reach otherwise inaccessible places. Finally, Lesha is cursed with the gift of premonition, which unfortunately comes with a side of hallucinations and memory loss. She is able to disguise herself to pass unseen amongst enemies. As this is a choice-based narrative game, you are able to mold the personalities of these protagonists as you see fit. Is Galeb measured or perhaps unhinged? Does M.M. look out for herself or put the needs of others first? Does Laisha give in to her hallucinations or finally learns to control them? This is all dependent on the choices you make. While each character's narrative revolves around the attack on the Boston Camarilla, the developers could have done a better job weaving the stories together to serve the overarching plot. Some interactions between these three happen off screen when it would have been better to see them in person. As Swansong is a narrative RPG, there is no combat in the game. Alas, the absence of combat doesn't mean the lack of action. Gameplay revolves around exploration and dialogue. Each chapter, you take control of one of the three protagonists with a distinct goal to accomplish. This could be finding a certain person, convincing someone to help you, or investigating a crime scene. You must explore this area, search for clues, solve puzzles, and talk to others to acquire information to achieve this goal. There are usually multiple ways to get this done depending on your playstyle. There were times where I felt lost during certain chapters, unfamiliar on how to proceed, but this was usually due to not fully exploring an area or forgetting to use one of my unique character disciplines. There is no hint mechanic in the game, and while I liked the satisfaction that came from exploring an area two to three times until I finally found the solution to a difficult puzzle, others may not enjoy beating their head against the wall until something finally clicks. I suspect online guides and tutorials are going to be popular for Swansong. Keeping with the tabletop RPG history, each protagonist has a character sheet that you level up as you play. At the end of the chapter, you are rewarded with experience points depending on what tasks you are able to accomplish. 
These points can be used to level up your skills and disciplines at the start of the next chapter. Skills help you unlock new actions in exploration or dialogue. These could include deduction, intimidation, persuasion, or technology. Disciplines are abilities that you can activate to get the advantage in certain situations. As these are relatively specific to situations, to keep things simple, I won't go into details here. Dialogue isn't simply choosing a response and hoping for the best. Big Bad Wolf Studios have found a way to make it more interactive and to play off the tabletop roots. You do have vanilla dialogue options that you can choose from, but you can also decide to use a dialogue skill such as persuasion. When you do this, both you and your opponent have a base rating in that particular skill. The higher rating wins, but if there is a tie, the winner is based on a dice roll dependent on your attributes. You do have the option to focus a skill or temporarily increase its rating up to two higher than your base. However, doing so will require willpower. Think mana. Successfully using a skill in dialogue gives you some willpower back, but it's a finite resource. Disciplines, on the other hand, don't require willpower, but will generate hunger. You'll need to manage this by feeding on humans or other methods of getting fresh blood. If your hunger isn't satiated before it reaches its limit, you'll lose control and feed on the nearest mortal. At certain moments, you will enter into confrontations with NPCs. Think of these as dialogue boss battles. They're similar to the normal dialogue sessions, but have higher stakes and game-changing consequences. You have a limited number of misses or mistakes before the confrontation is lost. Opponents can also focus skills and use disciplines during the confrontations, and certain choices may even have a time limit adding to the suspense. As you play Swan Song, your actions will shape the world around you and will increase or decrease suspicion, a rating of how well you are upholding the masquerade. Killing humans by exsanguination or leaving evidence of the Camarilla behind will increase the suspicion rating. As the rating increases, enemies are harder to control with your vampiric powers and may use disciplines more often. Essentially, if you're a bad vampire, the game gets harder. Playing Swan Song is a dance of keeping all these systems in balance. Do you use willpower during exploration or save it for a confrontation? Do you follow a side activity because it may lead to evidence to decrease suspicion or stay focused on the primary task? Do you try and intimidate a human into giving you information or break into a safe to obtain it? You will constantly ask these questions to yourself while playing Swan Song and most likely second guess your choices. Big Bad Wolf Studios has done a great job creating an interesting narrative amidst political intrigue and gray morality. Swansong might not have a AAA budget, but it does well enough in presentation to keep you invested. Character models of the protagonists are detailed, albeit a little stiff in the animations. Facial expressions do leave a lot to be desired, but voice acting is generally well done. One thing that drove me crazy during the game is that the voice doesn't sync up with the lips of the characters. It is just off enough for you to notice, but not enough to ruin the experience. While I understand this was probably due to budgetary constraints, in a game that is 80% dialogue, it does break immersion. I also ran into a few bugs on my playthrough. At one point, I wasn't able to interact with an object I needed to continue the chapter. This was fixed by simply quitting the game and reopening it. As Swansong is liberal with its checkpoints, this wasn't an issue and I was able to start off relatively close to where I had left off. Even so, I wish the developers would let you manually save and reload at checkpoints. In a game about making choices that have major impacts, it would be nice to avoid replaying an entire chapter just to change the decision you made at the end. My playthrough roughly took 18 hours, and that included a good deal of exploration and reading the codex. Big Bad Wolf Studios have added a screen showing you alternate paths you could have taken, 
and side activities you missed at the end of a chapter. This will no doubt help those that want to see everything the game has to offer. Conveniently, you can also go back and replay a certain chapter in case you want to see how the game turns out with different choices but don't want to do another full playthrough. Overall, Swansong is a game that I cannot easily recommend. Not because it fails in what it's trying to accomplish, but because it succeeds in catering to a specific type of gamer. One that values story above gameplay. One that enjoys reading a rich codex of lore in the pause menu. One that meticulously searches for clues until they decipher a difficult puzzle. One that will carefully adjust stats until they craft the ideal character. It provides an interesting story with meaningful choices wrapped in a messy package. This game will not resonate with everyone, but to the select few that it does, they'll really have something to sink their teeth into. I give Vampire the Masquerade Swansong a 7.8 out of 10. A code of this game was provided to me for the purposes of this review. For more information and discussion on Swansong and other games, tune into the Untitled Gaming Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever podcasts are found.